The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast with your host, metaphysician, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week, we will discover teachings, tips, and tools to radiate your best life ever with practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Welcome back to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I have been geeking out about this all week. I am so excited to bring in Dr. Michelle Robin to Radiate Ripples. Hello, Dr. Robin. How are you? Christy, I'm doing great. And as we get started, I've been thinking about you and thinking about how generous you were to me uh, back in 2015. It's hard to believe it's been almost seven years oh my gosh, has it been that I had, had that really bad bike accident and you came over to my house to help me heal from that. I want to tell you that I've not forgotten that. So I want to just first of acknowledge you and say thank you for your generosity and your sweet spirit during uh, my time of suffering. Uh, Well, I'm glad that you're back at it doing all of the wonderful things that you do because you are truly such an inspiration to all of us in the Kansas City wellness community. Um, I don't know that we would have as much as we do and be as close as we are without your... um, your patience and your assistance behind the scenes. I thank you. I'm truly humbled. I've been, I seriously been excited about interviewing you today. So we're radiating ripples um, mm-hmm. because really your whole, um, I don't know, your whole mission anymore seems to be the small changes, big shifts. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So, you know, we're just wrapping up a, a 30 day campaign. It's been yeah. this, the tagline's been 30 years, 30 days, raising 30,000 for the kids for our foundation. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, I have to tell you, the word do really uh, kind of makes my stomach turn because I've just have, I've done, a, I have done a lot, like a lot of us. We think doing is going to make us, um, be something. And, and I want to, I, I, I really am working on being my beingness. And so how, do, how can we be the ripple today so that uh, the kids in our community could not suffer, whether it's from bullying or from anxiety, depression, diabetes, heart disease, 
um, autoimmune disease. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's really like, so we're wrapping up this, this uh, 30 day campaign. We're on a day uh, 28 right now. So thank you for inviting me to share perfect timing. It is perfect timing. This small changes, big shifts. Tell us a bit about what that is, what it means. What does that mean? A small change, big shift. Well, you know, it's interesting. My friend Kelly Scanlon, um, years ago, I can't even, I'm timing probably, nine, I'm going to say maybe 2013, December 2013, I think was the time. She, uh, Kelly Scanlon used to own um, Small Business Monthly, a magazine in Kansas City. Right. And oddly enough, uh, one of the first people that started recognizing my work back in 2003 and honored our company. And um, and she said, Michelle, I'm doing this thing called Blog Talk Radio, um, kind of before podcasts were cool. And would you come on this? Would you have a channel underneath that? And I said, okay, why not? And so um, she had a producer. Mary was great. And they helped me launch uh, this new show. And as I was talking to my writer at the time, and uh, her name is Becca, and we said, okay, what could it be called? It's like, well, what are you doing? We're really trying to help people make small changes that can re- create big shifts. It's kind of like the ripple, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, and our tackling was put the odds in your favor because shift is going to happen, which you witnessed some of that a couple of years after I started, oddly enough. So small changes, big shifts is as a wellness provider for, I've been in the space 40 years now. And what I do know is that it takes the littlest tiny thing to start to create momentum so that you can be all you're designed to be, not do, you can be all you're designed to be. Yeah. Absolutely. And so why kids? Well, when you think about it, and there's so many great organizations doing great work, but it's usually after people have kind of fallen off, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, I love Newhouse, love Courtney Thomas and the work she's doing around domestic violence, love um, the work that Cynthia Newsom's doing around awesome ambitions, but it also is a little bit because there's a lot with kids as well. You know, I think the Heart Association is doing great work, but it's typically afterwards. So how can we get into the soil? I think about it like getting into the soil and really nurturing the soil so that you can have this blossom of a beautiful plant. And I believe that we're all plants that we were uh, put on earth to blossom and bring our gifts, whether it's our fragrance or our, our healing mojo to the universe. And unfortunately, shift happens and, and we don't get the right sunlight or the white, white water or the right love and nurturing. Um, so that's my thing is I know that without, without a doubt for me, in my second book, I talk about this, uh, the factor, engage, energize, and rich people poured into me. I am here with you today. And I get, uh, emotional sense. I'm here, here with you today because people cared about me. I was a young person and they just kind of, well, for whatever reason, they invite me to a church or they'd invite me, uh, they would make me clothes. They would send me a card. They would encourage me. And so I'm just, pay, I'm just paying it forward or continuing the ripple. Yeah, it's a big ripple that you have created. Seriously, I don't know anybody in the wellness space in Kansas City who's not been touched by the wellness consortium that you started, by the work that you do so tirelessly behind the scene. Oh, my God, you've been doing so much for so long. Um, I know that you came from a background that was not, um, not optimum for wellness. And I wonder if that's contributed in some way to where you are today. Well, well without a doubt, you know, um, in my healing journey, you know, I had a, had a major crisis at the age of 31. I had a phenomenal practice, by the way. And I thought that once I had stuff, 
and I had resources that I would be valuable and important. And that stuff out on the outside never makes you valuable and important. It's the stuff on the inside. And as I had that healing crisis, I realized that this was just the path that my spirit or my soul or God universe picked for me so that I'd be right here with you today. So, um, you know, I picked my parents so that um, I would have the lessons I had with them so that I could hopefully help other people. And I've been fortunate enough to attract, um, because of who I was being, uh, phenomenal people around me, whether it's practitioners or whether it's mentors or whether it's friends, maybe it's even animals that I've been able to attract because of uh, being willing to do the work. Right, right. And you, you began your practice, you began your, uh, your career really as a chiropractor. And then mm-hmm. built from that. So it sounds like uh, there was a there were some reasons behind why you decided not to just stay with a simple chiropractic mm-hmm. <laughs> practice. Mm-hmm. In other words, well, it's it's interesting you say that. I um, I'm still a chiropractor. People always say to me, "Are you still people?" I'd, who would you recommend? I know you're not seeing patients, and you know uh, I like to call them clients because patient means one who suffers. And I want to help people not suffer. And so I still practice chiropractic. Chiropractic is my modality. Um, but I believe in whole person health. And, I, and, I, and it's been poured into me for years, decades, actually, even for my first chiropractor, Dr. Lakin, at the age 15. He taught me a lot about the mind. Okay, I he taught. I would say if I could go each quadrant, you know, we talk about the quadrants of well-being, which are wellness consortium underneath small changes, big shifts. The framework we use, the simple framework, is the quadrants of well-being, and we are trying to help connect people to their wheel of support. And whether it's somebody in the psycho-spiritual quadrant, somebody in the energetical quadrant, somebody in the mechanical, someone in the chemical, and I just happen to see that view of the whole person like that. Um, and, you know, like I said, I'm lucky I get, I get to make a living being a chiropractor. I make a life by talking about the quadrants of well-being. And so um, I still practice chiropractic and people say to me, oh, you're one of those new agey chiropractors. Well, the real deal is um, chiropractic believed on inside out um, before be when it was founded. It believed on three people have three uh, T's the thoughts, traumas and toxins. That's what causes illness. So um, I'm a chiropractor inside out. And then Dr. Lakin talked to me, taught me a lot about the psycho-spiritual aspect. I probably became a chiropractor because of the psycho-spiritual aspect of laying hands on. Um, and I kind of, to be all, totally transparent, I thought, does it really work? Um, and then I met Dr. Yenny when I was in chiropractic school and he started teaching me, teaching me about the energetical. And then probably a decade into practicing, I met Dr. James Chestnut, who's a chiropractor at Canada, who really explained to me why chiropractic works and how it helps the nervous system. And so I'm kind of one of a backdoor. So I'm kind of a diehard chiropractor. I get adjusted every week. I've been adjusted at least twice a month for 40 years. And I believe it's one reason, knock on wood, that I have recovered from that bad accident. I also believe it's one reason why um, I've been able to manage my anxiety and my OCD without medication. Oh, that's fantastic. Now tell me a bit about the psycho-spiritual aspect. That really piqued my interest. Yeah, so so when I, when I started hearing, so I, like a lot of people, had some trauma growing up. I would always like to say it's enough trauma to be part of my journey, but it didn't break my soul, which is I'm grateful for. Thank you, God, for that. And um, 
But Dr. Dr. Lakin, and they were teaching about the power of the mind. And he would say to me, I taught his kids bowling lessons. I'm, I'm in chiropractic because I taught them bowling lessons. And, um, and I was serving them a pizza one day because the pizza place was the people that owned the bowling alley in a small town also owned the pizza place. And in the summertime, I worked in the pizza place. But I come from a family that has weight challenges. And so I really don't want to work around food because I have my own food addictions. And so their office was right across the street. You just can't make the journey up when you really replay it. <laughs> and they came in one day and I was serving them and they knew, they knew my, my family. So they, they knew I had some anxiety around it. And I was all about 15. I really wanted to um, not have a problem with my weight. Um, so they invited me to come work for them at $4 an hour versus $2.25. And that was my, one of my first lessons about um, uh, a mentor, by the way, that's a whole nother, that's a business class. So, but they started teaching me I could be anything I wanted to be. And, um, you know, I've been on my own since I was a senior in high school. And, and I was just trying to, trying to, trying to eat, trying to get my, my brother through, he was living with me, my brother through um, high school and then off to whatever we we're supposed to do. But they started pouring those thoughts because I was not thinking about college. I was thinking about just the next day. And so they started having me read books like um, Think and Grow Rich. And um, I don't remember the other ones right now, How to Win Friends and Influence People probably was on their list. And, but they just started believing in me. You know, sometimes you just need somebody to believe in you and somebody to show up for you. They're the ones who taught me about showing up. Wow. They did a phenomenal job because you show up for everybody. Well, what a wonderful mentor and a good start to what you, what you practice, what you preach and what you put out there. You know, um, you were very lucky, very fortunate indeed. And, I, 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 I agree. And, you know, and just to tag into that, you know, I love little phrases because that's my OCD. Yeah. And, and one thing we talk about in the wellness consortium is we want the practitioners to, to learn about the quadrants of well-being. So when we have a wellness gathering now, we have five different locations where people come together and build community, which ties into the big vision. Um, but we ask them, what their, what's their quadrant of strength? So we, people get used to talking about that. And we talk about learning it. How could we learn about whole person health and how do we live it so we can teach it? And I think so many times we're around practitioners that aren't, learn, that aren't living it. And it's hard to have people follow you when you're not congruent. And so that was a big lesson I got in my 30s as well, probably late 30s, about being congruent with your message. So um, thank you. I, I love people. I, I, would just, I, for, I want to learn it for myself so I can live it. And then by living it, I could teach it. Right. Well, let's break down the four quadrants of health. And I, I seem to remember that they are depicted in the logo that's just over your shoulder. So if you're watching on YouTube, you got to check out this logo. So that's the four quadrants, isn't it? Yeah, that's the quadrants. Yeah. And so if you look at it, um, you know, it's mechanical, blue, chemical. And those are people talk about diet and exercise all the time. Well, we've been talking about that for probably 40 plus years and we're not getting anywhere on health to be totally transparent. Um, and then, and then we forgot about the energetic, I call it energetical. It's not really a word, but I could rhymes off my tongue easier energetic. And then you have the psycho spiritual. And I believe I always end with the psycho spiritual, but I believe that's where the magic happens. Because if you will start to heal your heart, you will heal your body. But if you, you could look good on the outside, but you're dying on the inside. And so um, it's kind of like a hollow tree. And so I really want, I like people to know how can they start to heal the inside so that they can 
they could just attract the life and, and they will they will do the things they need to do. They'll become who they need to be to create magic and live this lifestyle. So the mechanical quadrant is it's it's easy for people to talk about, you know, posture. You know, I'll say to people, you know, you want to maybe do these exercises so you don't have the old lady hunch. And and that that gets to the vanity, which goes to the psycho-spiritual, by the way. And then chemistry-wise, that we know that the nervous system, which as a chiropractor, we specialize in the nervous system. And the nervous system is housed by the the brain, this the brain, there's the skull and the spine. And so if you don't take care of your spine, your nervous system's not getting the care it needs. And you've heard a lot about basal bagel lately. Well, as chiropractors, we treat the vagus nerve all day long. Um, so uh, that's that mechanical side. And it's about, you know, as people have I've seen more people because of uh, uh, the chronic pain with maybe their new workstation where they're sitting on the couch like this with their laptop or they are um, sitting at the, at the kitchen table versus having a, a workstation with the pandemic. Uh, and before the pandemic, though, I don't know if you know this, Christy, the um, number two reason people went to the hospital, their doctor was back pain. Really? Yeah. Number two reason. Wow. It's actually, it's, we spend so much money on the, that on back pain and headaches and neck pain um, that, and a lot of it is preventable. How crazy is that? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, Michelle, the back and the, the spine represents support in our life. Mm-hmm. And when we're not feeling that support, then we can have some, some issues in the body. Yeah, so that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I'm so I'm glad you brought that up because that's so true. Um, you know, sometimes I, I, you know, I like Louise Hay, and she has this little yeah. tiny book that talks about the metaphysical causes for, for uh, illness. And I never tell, I, in my opinion, it's never just one thing. It's not That's why it's important thing. to look at it from this lens of this whole person health. Right. Um, but like the emotion that goes with low back pains, anger and resentment. Who's not been angry and resentful lately, right? Absolutely, right. Who's not felt a lack of support, right? Yeah, so so many of these psychosocial things, um, just do psychospiritual, psychosocial, just go into the body. And um, yeah, we need to treat them in whatever way that we can and pulling together various types of practices, modalities, various types of backgrounds to help with that. Because it's not just one thing that's going to help it, right? It's never just one thing. Right. Well, it might, well, it depends. If you um, have a broken, broken bone, you have to reset it. But well, yeah, that. very seldom, very seldom is it one thing. Right, right. But even with a broken bone, you have a broken bone, you may have a surgeon that treats it, you may have physical therapy following up. So it takes a village, right? It takes a village. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Did you know that Radiate Wellness is more than just a podcast? That's right. We're also a comprehensive holistic wellness practice. Find out about our services, practitioners, and upcoming events at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. While you're there, visit our podcast page to read more about our great guests and even donate to the podcast. 
If you like our podcast, you can help in other ways as well, like subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening right now. Tell a friend, a family member, or a co-worker about the great content you find here. And if you wouldn't mind, please give us a thumbs up, a five-star rating, or a positive review. Sounds like a small thing, but it really helps. You might like to know about our Facebook communities while we're at it. We have a free community, the Radiate Wellness Community, on Facebook for news and great free content. Our subscribers group is Radiate U, as in the letter U, but also, well, you. There you'll find curated replays of past classes, guest interviews, and more. And now, back to our podcast and back to our guest. And you have built an impressive village at your wellness connection. Mm -hmm. Why did you, okay, so which is your practice? It's a group practice. Um, Why did you decide to build something like that? You know, it was, first of all, um, part of it is just, I hear from my spirit about what to do next. And I argue and I end up doing it um, because, you know, it's hard. It's hard to outwin your, your spirit. Your spirit knows what you're supposed to be doing if you can pay attention. Um, so first, I, I would say the community needed a place to go that was holistic in nature. And people say, why didn't you add medical doctors from the beginning? Well, I, I think the medical traditional medical care has trouble communicating. And I think the holistic um people would call the complementary or what, you know, integrative or alternative, whatever words we've used throughout the last four decades. Um, And we had trouble communicating. And so I wanted to build a place. I wanted the people that I served to have a place to go where I, of the stuff I embody that I do. So I, for my own well-being, I I have therapy, I have chiropractic care, I have acupuncture, I, I get Reiki, I get um, I do movement classes. I, um, get body work. And so I wanted them to have access to what I had access to typically like, like we have a sauna, we have a sunlight sauna at our, 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 at our office. I have one at home as well. And I'm like, well, if it's good enough for my home, it's good enough for the people that I, that give me the opportunity to care for them. Like the brain tap technology, which is a guided meditation, um, that has uh, lights for the ears and does auricular therapy. I have that at home. And so they also have that at the office. So really it's because I wanted people to have access to what I had. I mean, there's a saying, if you knew what I knew, you do what I do. Ooh, I like that. I hadn't heard that before. But you certainly do walk the walk and talk the talk. And that is, that is awesome. So yeah, this wonderful practice, your wellness connection, um, for those in Kansas City, in the Kansas City area, it's on, in the Shawnee area, uh, right mm-hmm. off of 75th and I-35. Um, but then, of course, many of the practices can also be done virtually, online, right? Not chiropractic, of course, unfortunately. But um, I want to move back to some of the bigger work, the more expanded work that you do. You've written a couple of books, yeah. Yeah. So in 2010, we put out the first book, Wellness and a Shoestring, Seven Habits for a Healthy Life. And uh, Unity Publishing came to me and said, you know what, we're, we're ramping up our publishing division that we've had for years. And um, I started thinking about what do I teach people? And there's a funny story because it ties in with Mary Elmwake, my um, minister and my spiritual teacher. I'm actually looking at her right here on my desk. She actually um, 
last year, April 14th, so nine days from now, uh, it'll be uh, 365 days that she left the physical plane. Yeah. And, um, and, and Mary, Mary really helped with that connection, but I was sitting with Mary on the beach in Hawaii in 20, probably 2008-ish, 2009-ish, and, and probably into 2009, actually, and, and um, saying, here's the habits. And we were talking about it. She goes, well, you, there's really eight habits. I'm like, Mary, the number seven. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so really, there's more than seven habits, but it's rest, reflect, rejuvenate. You know, you've got to take time to rest. Sleep is so important to your well-being. You've got to take time to be grateful, um, and you've got to take time to play. And I, that's the season I'm working on, really, and, and trying to practice that. And you've got to breathe. And, you know, some of your people, some of your guests have talked about the power of breath at work, and I know you do as well. And then move. And how do you move your body and, and how do you move your spine? And that goes into the adjustment as well as moving it for uh, exercise. And then the, the magic of the book is really in the middle called free your space. And how do you free your mind, body, spirit um, so you can heal? It's kind of like cleaning out your refrigerator. Um, let's say you're going to start this new lifestyle. You got to clean out your refrigerator so you can set yourself up for success. And the same is true. Um, I believe of, of well-being is you got to clean out your heart, whether it's from the shame of something you did as a kid or, or not feeling loved or wanted or whatever happened to you. Um, you got to reveal it to heal it. You got to heal it. You got to reveal it to heal it. So, um, and then uh, the chapter five is go for the greens and chapter six is uh, about getting sunshine and um, essential fatty acids and chapter seven is about drink to your health, about hydration. And so that's, that's my first book. And I wondered why people were doing it because it's really kind of simple, you it's know, really not hard. Yeah. Confucius says life is really simple. We insist on making it complicated. So, yeah. and we do the same thing with well-being. Right. And so um, then I wrote my second book called The E-Factor, Engage, Energize, Enrich, Three Steps to Vibrant Health, which actually is a, actually is a workbook of yeah. kind of the way I take people through the methodology of how I practice. That book came out in 2010, hard to believe, 2020, 2012. We have our 10-year anniversary with that coming up. Yeah. And then I have uh, five other little books. I have one for kids. I have a pet one and um, small changes, big shifts. That's been done about three times that lists some basic habits pretty you know people have a shorter um, span to kind of like okay just tell me the nuts and bolts so it's kind of the nuts and bolts right well and you have a card deck as well and I have a set of the cards in my office and I love those I switch them out and reflect on them and and meditate on them as they as they come up and as they as I switch them around um and then the of course the foundation and then this program the 30-day campaign um, so you're, you're raising $30,000 through this. Yeah, we, we, we are really, really close. We just got to wrap up the last little bit here, but, um, you know, what happens So, so the foundation, uh, and, and once again, thanks for saying the cards, uh, we have quote decks and there's a story how they came about. And then we also have a magic deck. We just put out our latest product product to actually put out in 20, uh, 20, 2021 and kind of, it's, it's kind of a 52 week, we call it a snackable deck. So it's 52 habits that you just pick a card a week based on a quadrant, 13 per quadrant, and you can start to embody that. And some of our educators use that in their classroom to help kind of their kids with, you know, once again, small changes, big shifts, um, and have a snack that's around well-being. So, um, the foundation's job, once again, is to make generational change five to 30 year olds through whole person health. And so we do that uh, a couple different ways. First of all, we have a scholarship uh, program. Right now we're taking seven uh, 
young people, um, actually people of color, through a six-month curriculum. They're in the third month right now where they are um, doing, they, they're getting, they get to do the Hoffman Essentials, which is online. They get to get uh, functional medicine, blood work. They get chiropractic care, uh, Reiki, massage, acupuncture. They have a personal trainer. They have a therapist. Um, if they need supplements, they get their supplements. And the providers in the community have given us a discount. So they, so let's say the visit was $100, the provider gets 75% in their agreement with us, um, $75. And then um, and the foundation pays that and they give us a 25% discount. Because it's really about community. We've got to take care of our own. And if, if we've not been seeing that over the last uh, four to six weeks with the, the um, mm, heart-wrenching, a story what's going on in Ukraine uh, how, that that's community how can we are all we're global citizens and so how do we take care of people you know yes take care of people far away from you how do you take care of, how do you take care of people closest to you mm-hmm. sometimes we forget that there's people right next door suffering <laughs> so the foundation's job is to help these young people really learn about themselves and start to heal their heart from their childhood trauma um, and hopefully, too, we get even, we do some work with high with younger people in high schools. We have some kindness kits. We do some work with like Awesome Ambitions or or Jack and Jill or Young Women on the Move. How do we go into those younger people and help them learn these habits so they don't have to relearn or unlearn some of the habits of whether it's drinking uh, soda or um, not sleeping or um, not listening to their body and what they're telling them. So um, it's my calling, um, without a doubt. It's what I was here to do on the planet is Big Shifts Foundation and how do we get people to really embody these and people that maybe are, are don't have the resources. A perfect person is somebody who's maybe a school teacher. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but when you remember being 25 and thinking, you know, I have this job, but I have no money to take care of myself and I'm stressed out. And so this is a way to help those people. Uh, it could be people that are working in a not-for-profit like Newhouse. And um, sometimes they, the work is really rewarding, but they don't, they're, they're overworked and uh, stressed out. And how can we help them with a gap of their health care? Um, like I said, I, I, could, I could talk about the foundation forever because people poured into me. And I am being the ripple by pouring back into our community. I will, I will die working on the foundation. That will be, that's, that's what I'm here to do. Right, right. Um, now, those, those close to you, family members, do they fully understand what, they're, what you're doing and what impacts you're having there? Has that changed those relationships any? With my, with my family or like mm-hmm. the, my inner circle? With your family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. I, I have three brothers. I have 10 nieces and nephews. I have eight great nieces and nephews. Um, I would tell you, I'm not sure, and I don't need to worry about it. I, I'm just trying to be an example for them, yeah. and I'm trying to show up and be present in their lives and, and like, hang out with my nephews and nieces and not have my phone in my hand. And um, that is probably the season that I'm really working hard at. And like we have cousins weekend at the lake and uh, try to teach them about um, playing more because I don't really learn that. So um, one thing we've been doing around this campaign is trying to explain it to people. I don't think they're really got everything overlaps. So we have your wellness station, which has been a hub and it's a hub right now for the foundation. But with the small changes, big shifts movement and provider network, ideally and every, you know, um, Every community in this world would be great if we had providers that locked arms together. 
maybe not in the same building, but we locked arms and said, you know what, this five mile radius is ours. And if there's people inside this five miles that need healing, whether it's a fire at their house or there's been a, uh, a suicide or there's been uh, a shooting, which hopefully we can avoid those down the road because people are so well, because they say hurting people hurt people and healthy people, happy people make happy people happy. So I'm hoping that we can lock arms together as a community. So everything I do is really about that mission that we can start to have people like the Lakins who, and the Finkstons and the Yennies that came into Michelle Robbins' life and said, you know what, you matter. You make a difference. You're here for a reason. And, um, and we're going to pour into you. We're going to, sometimes we're going to feed you. Sometimes we're going to invite you to a seminar that, that we're going to pay for you to go. Um, we're going to give you the chiropractic care you need or the acupuncture care you need or the counseling care you need. Um, or we're going to pray with you. We're going to pray for you. So, um, yeah, it's, it's powerful. That is a blessing, a blessing. So we've talked about the Small Changes, Big Shifts Foundation, the $30,000 campaign that you have going on to fund that foundation. We've talked about the books that you've put together and the decks, the card decks that you've put together. Um, and now the Wellness Consortium. So give us a nutshell of what the Wellness Consortium is and is about. Yeah, the, that, the Wellness Consortium is where those providers can get to to know and trust each other. So they can learn this message. They can live it and they can teach it with each other and they build community because there's nothing like trusting somebody for a re resource. When somebody comes in and says, you know what? Um, I, I've got somebody who's who's got cancer. Okay, where's the oncologist that is not gonna shame me for going to see a Reiki person or a chiropractor, an acupuncturist or a nutritionist? And how can we work better together? And so that's kind of our tagline is how can we better together? How do we build, connect and support uh, providers? Because there's so many phenomenal providers, which you, you do a wonderful job showcasing um, in the world. But sometimes people don't know they're there unless you are kind of inside the circle. And so we want to make that circle bigger. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So many times we want to find an acupuncturist, but we would have no idea where to go. How do you find, you can look it up online or something like that, but how do you know who's available, who's accepting new clients, et cetera, et cetera. So this is great to have this network. And then you've got this new network, or I don't know that it's that new, it's just an extension of what you're doing, mm -hmm. the wellness network. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, and I think it makes sense. I'm just gonna, I just want to blow it up for everybody, whether you're listening or whether you're watching me move my hands. At the, at the top is our kids, okay? And that's that funnel, is how do we help our kids live out their their destiny or their calling and it's hard to do that when you have a stomach ache or because you don't know you have a gluten intolerance or you um, have anxiety because there's violence in your house or in your neighborhood or or possibly you've had a birth trauma and your nervous system is uh, hypersensitive so how do we so it goes but the funnels the kids Okay, I'm going to kind of like I always think about the white light to the heavens. So there's funnels the kids, and it comes down. And how do we help the kids? We help the kids by creating a, a network, a community of people that say, you know what? 
you know what, I can, I, I know somebody who's had that experience, they can help you. And so, but we have a common language. There's nothing more frustrating than as a, as a consumer going to the doctor and they, the doctor says, you know what, it doesn't matter what you eat. And then you go to your therapist and they say, um, you know, uh, sleep matters. And then you go to your chiropractor and they say, food does matter. So what do you, what do you believe? And um, what I do know is that if you look at if you take it, cause I've been doing a podcast now for eight years and I've had some great guests on and that the, we have more in common than we have different. And we're saying, I would say 75% of what most practitioners say is the same, is the same. And so how can we distill some of that noise? Fine. Do your own 25% of your magic, but let's all agree that there's some commonalities. Like you cannot be well if you're not sleeping. I believe that most of us agree. That's part of it. Um, so, so we have the kids, right? And then we have the network, which is um, small changes, big shifts. And under that network, which is our teaching arm, it has the books, the decks that uh, we do. Corp we have a lot of corporate clients that we go and we do biometrics for, or we uh, take them through. We have speakers uh, that help educate whether it's on feng shui or maybe it's on posture, or maybe it's on sleep. How can we put uh, connect corporations to resources? that live it, that learn it, live it, teach it, the quadrants of well-being. And then off that, we have the, the network where people can, um, hopefully one day, people can go to this network and say, you know what, I'm at 66203 and I need this. Okay, I need a, um, I need a, I need a therapist. Okay, who can I go to, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then we have the foundation, big shifts. There's a little bit confusing for people. So big shifts foundation is, is it all about the kids five to 30 small changes, big shifts is education. Plus it houses the network. We cannot take care of kids if we don't have providers trained. Yeah, that's true. That's so people say, why do, why do you care about the network? You know, it costs you a lot of time and energy to try to do it. Well, because I can't help the kids if I don't have providers. Absolutely. Providers who are trauma informed, who work well with children and who understand, um, you know, some of the special needs that they might have right now. You know, schools specialize in trauma-informed education, and we all need to be trauma-informed when working with just about anybody in the community, just have that other level of compassion, that level of understanding. Right. Um, so I want to talk a bit about your podcast, too, because you've got a, you also have your own podcast and you've been going gangbusters with that. Yeah, it's it's once again, it started as a Kelly Scanlon. I had a chance to be inter interviewed by her recently. She does a podcast for um, Country Club Bank. I love Mary and her team over there. Mm -hmm. And she said, how did you get the name Small Change Big Shifts? I was like, oh. Kelly, I got it because you invited me to be on Blog Talk Radio. And we started laughing about that. You never know where things are going to intertwine. And um, yeah, and I just, it's, I do a show every week. Um, I've missed a, maybe I repeated a show three times in eight years. Mm -hmm. And um, just, I love being able to share people. I love, I, I, I love to be a people collector. Um, yeah. I love to collect people and, uh, I love to hear their stories. I love to share their stories because you never know who's going to give you hope or what nugget you're going to get. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got some fantastic guests who have mm -hmm. been on your show. And I think it's mm -hmm. just, a, you know, another another layer of information and um, education that you put out there just to serve the community. And it's it's fantastic. Um yeah. So is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you think is important to mention about what you've got going on? 
Well, I, I think um, you've done a great job covering it, but once again, I want to um, reiterate that it's important to have community before you need it. And um, just like, you know, some of your listeners may know that in 2015 when I had a bad bike accident and yeah. um, couldn't walk for a bit and the community came, people came and helped me that I didn't even really know very well, like yourself right. and, um, and being open to receiving, I think was a, was a humbling experience. So, so um, and they say, build your, build your tribe before you need it or build your community before you need that. And that's part of the work you're doing with radiate wellness. Part of the work I'm doing with small changes, big shifts, um, and put the odds in your favor. So thank you for the work you're doing to help enhance our community. Yeah, absolutely. I love everything that you've got going on. And, uh, I, I think you're doing so much for the, for the wellness community, but not just in Kansas city. I think it does ripple out beyond the city limits. So thank you so much for joining me today, Michelle. It's been an honor, and I seriously have been geeking out about talking to you today. <laughs> well, I'm a geek. Here's a joke for you by the end. You know okay. the difference between a geek and a nerd? No. A geek can move, A geek can marry out of species. Oh. Like nerds have to marry nerds, and geeks can marry nerds. I mean, I, I, somebody told me that. So <laughs> That's really funny. I probably, got, I probably got the punchline wrong, but you know what I mean. I get the gist. Fantastic. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast, hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Dendy-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson, we will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.